today's episode, we are pleased to announce that we have David Mwanza joining us and he will be here to talk about mental health. Thank you for joining us, David. Thank you so much for the invite. It is a pleasure to be here. Glad to hear that. Well, I guess we'll just dive right in and get things started. Um, Seeing mental health has become a trendy topic in recent years, with the world choosing to invest in it today. Our global society is currently having the conversation about mental health, but some people still highlight it as simply a talking point, you know, that does not need much attention. Can you please attempt to highlight the importance of mental health in today's society? Okay, um, just going by basic definition. (laughs) So mental health is a state of well-being where one can manage um, their own competencies, abilities, and know their limitations, and equally are able to cater for their daily responsibilities and uh, make a difference or contribute to their society. So if one person in maybe a population of billion in the world, mm-hmm. one person is catering for that, uh, for that, for their mental health. They are more effective, a more effective member of society, right? Now imagine if everyone is taking care of their mental health. How effective yeah. can we be? Highly effective, isn't it? But the thing is, because of issues of uh, lack of awareness, issues of uh, maybe just brushing it aside, not taking the conversation serious. We we have a number of challenges related to mental And focusing on the challenges of mental health, in a way it seems that um, the way you, I guess, defined it highlights some importance to mental health. However, when you look at people's needs, when you look at people's challenges overall, it may be shoved to the bottom of the list. So how mm-hmm. important is it to immediately address mental health? Well, extremely important. I, I love uh, the power of technological advancements. It's helped us so much. Okay. And how social media has brought to light a lot of the mental health issues going on in in the, in the world, in our lives, yeah, right? Yeah. So we have this very famous um, page on Facebook in Zambia called Muevantu. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting any update about something going on in Zambia, you're going to find it on Muevantu. And so sometimes uh, stories come up about uh, individuals or families, uh, couples and whatnot on, on very some very concerning things that are happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Most uh, recently, our divorce rate here in, in Zambia has been extremely high mm-hmm. on a number of different factors, of course. So Mwevantu is helping bring to light a number of the challenges that we're facing in society that are, believe it or not, related to mental health, right? Yeah. So one yeah. aspect of that in the same divorce setup is assertive communication. People in our society do not communicate so well. There's an assumption that he should know what I want. Mm-hmm. He should uh, understand me. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes we are very hard on one another, very critical. And we don't take the time to just put us, uh, ourselves in other people's shoes. So the, re- the whole community aspect of it is also included as far as your mental health is concerned. Because you're, you're seeing your own strengths and abilities and your limitations. And able to, you're able to see as well the capabilities and limitations of other people as well. Makes sense. However, you did touch on something there. You did bring up social media. You did highlight the positivity that has come with it. However, there is somewhat of a double-edged sword with the conversation of mental health and yeah. social media. Um, I'm pretty sure you're well aware of this. Do you mind just somewhat highlighting it? You don't really have to go into much detail, but we do know the effect social media has um, towards our society today can be deemed negative in terms of mental health. So do you mind just breaking that down for us and bringing more understanding to that? Okay. Very good point. It has been double-edged. double-edged. So as much as it's brought to light, a lot of the issues we're going through, it's also been a cause. Mm-hmm. So you are a young gentleman or a young woman who's just graduated out of high school. Uh, oh, sorry, out of university. You're optimistic. I'm about to get a job. My life is changing now, mm-hmm. right? And two years later, nothing has just has quite yet happened for you. Yeah. So you've got your Instagram, you've got your Facebook, and you decide to scroll online to get some news feeds, and you see your classmate from two years ago who has a car and a family and is married. Yeah, yeah. You know? And this comparison kind of thing builds up a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. When is it going to happen to me? Why hasn't it happened to me yet? Am I going to succeed in life? And... Uh, it's a ripple effect of other mental illnesses coming or mental problems coming as a result. Anxiety leading to depression, uh, having suicidal thoughts as well as a result of that. So true, it has, it has had some uh, negative effects as well. Yeah, and I'm sure at that moment, the next step, of course, is seeking medical attention. However, we all know the story about Africa today. We are constantly playing catch-up, and it truly hurts to see in terms of, Mm -hmm. you know, the um, availability of medication, mental health awareness. Are we at least Mm -hmm. attempting to do enough, would you say? Well... As we're having this podcast, this is an attempt to do enough, to make a difference, right? Mm -hmm. To spread that awareness and get the word out there. But however, how it is on the ground, it's not the first option. It's not always the first option to seek uh, professional help as far as mental health is concerned. People would rather uh, try and deal with it on their own. And you know, when when it gets critical and they can't handle it anymore, then they try and bring in... uh, some, or seek some kind of professional help. So it's not entirely that people just wait for things to go entirely wrong, but it's just mm-hmm. more of a cultural thing that's not really yet been embedded in us or really um, uh, assimilated into our culture. But it is slowly but surely, right? It, yeah. There's still some traditional thoughts around it, of it being a taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, just uh, man it out. Man there's a, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a song going around by Ebo Chungu. 
mwamuna samalila. You know, men don't cry. You know, yeah. so be strong and yeah. endure. But men go through a lot of things. Women go through a lot of things. Children go through a lot of things, of which professional help uh, is important and necessary. That makes so much sense. And I am glad you did touch on, you know, the cultural view and the cultural norms when it comes to mental health. A simple statement of man up or be strong, be tough, that shouldn't affect you, is somewhat prevalent in our culture. As much as there is a shift today, I guess the conversation around it is still, you know, you're strong enough, someone else has it worse than you, so you shouldn't complain. How are we able to tear that down? How are we able to invite people to be honest with themselves, look in, to take care of themselves, to allow themselves to heal by, you know, seeking out help when it comes to mental health? Well, of course, first and foremost, you're spreading awareness. You're providing and providing education uh, towards your society about mental health in itself. Because believe it or not, sometimes we may be struggling with a mental illness and have no idea at all what's going on with us. And it's only when it's brought to light through being educated about it that we finally understand what's going on with us. And we know how to address it and how to get the necessary help. Apart from that, you know, there's, a pow- there's power in a testimony, you know. Mm-hmm. So if I've experienced challenges with a kind of mental uh, illness and I've recovered from it, my story could be the help or push someone else needs to get the help that they need, yeah. for whatever yeah. they're going through. So there's power in a testimony. So the power of people that have been in this situation where they needed help, they got help, they got better, and for them to like stand as ambassadors of the mental health agenda would be very helpful. So educating our society and working hand-in-hand with those people that have received treatment to act as uh, our role models to help uh, continue spreading that awareness in society. I see. And shifting away from the macroscope of things, let's talk about self-care. Please give us some descriptions of feelings, factors, whether internally or externally, that may affect one's mental health. And what are some of the things that can be done to cope with this? Okay, uh, very good question. So another part to add in just about mental health is that Mm -hmm. um, as much as it's a state of well-being and where we understand our competencies, our abilities, and our limitations, it's also very important to note that uh, being in control of mental health or working on your mental health is uh, understanding how to deal with stresses in life, right? Yeah. So uh, we all go through stresses. Stresses oh, are yeah. just uh, daily activities that may cause us some kind of discomfort or anxiety. So it could mm-hmm. be being late for a meeting, getting fired from work, uh, not having enough money to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. All those things, all those stresses that come up. And the question is, how are we dealing with these things? What are we doing? So um, mental health and therapy provide psychological skills that help you address these stresses in a more helpful way. Okay. But uh, common in society are what we call defense mechanisms that uh, most of us have in one way or another that we use to kind of deal with the stresses that yeah. we're going through. 
You know, it could be binge watching Netflix. It could be uh, spoiling yourself with ice cream or, oh, yeah. or drinking alcohol or mm-hmm. going and mm-hmm. then people dive into more harmful, um, more harmful activities like going on sex sprees, uh, mm-hmm. going on gambling sprees and whatever it may be. Okay. So, so when it comes to self-care, self-care is basically uh, addressing your your daily necessity activities. Waking up, of course. Yeah. Taking a bath, yeah. brushing your teeth, spreading your bed, ironing your shirt to go out for the day, taking a walk, and other things that involve that are involved. It's quite subjective because what could work really great for me wouldn't work for the next person. So it's mm-hmm. also understanding yourself as a person. For me personally, I love to play football. I love to listen mm-hmm. to music. And I feel that really helps me during times of stress, during times just to kill some time if I'm free. And so each and every one of us must have these places and these things to go to in order to provide self-care for ourselves. And just try and check on how helpful some of these activities we do to provide the self-care are for us, if they are helpful or if they are harmful. And if they are harmful, trying to think of better activities to take on. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you did truly highlight the adult world is ruled by stress. However, when you, you know, as you said, everyone differs and some stresses, as much as we can't compare burdens, we can't compare stress levels, you may go through your day and the only stress you are receiving is I was late for a meeting versus the person that is walking out of his home and he knows that coming back home today, I won't be able to feed my three children. So Mm -hmm. when it gets harder to cope, when it gets harder to deal with your stress where I can't just walk out and go play a game of football and all will be well, is there anything else we can do rather than seek professional help? Okay. So first and foremost, as far as stress, stressors or stress levels are concerned, yes, they do differ. But it's very important that we embrace every level of stress as our own. You know, okay. it's not, no one asks, to be in a stressful situation. Mm -hmm. And some people may be in a more stressful situation than others. But at the end of the day, it's your personal stress, okay? And embracing that fact and doing the necessary things you need to do to to handle it or work around it. So beyond therapy, beyond um, getting professional help, of course, there are a lot of different activities that people can take on to help. Uh, Of course, we're talking about self-care, which is one of them. And so another thing that people uh, can look at as a way to cope is uh, support groups, okay? Mm -hmm. So support groups are mainly centered around having a group of people with similar experiences. This could be, uh, for example, the well-known Alcoholics Anonymous, Mm -hmm. right? So we all have... Uh, we can all relate on the aspect of maybe having a struggle with alcohol, a certain addiction, or maybe going through depression, suicidal thoughts, uh, and so on and so forth, or grief, 
right? Mm-hmm. And so this this provides you a space with people who you feel have an idea of what you've gone through, and you can all gain strength from each other's stories. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, it's more therapy-like related, but it's still uh, it's still very helpful. Beyond that, out of um, out of the uh, therapy-related activities, would be just your social networks, <laughs> your family, your friends, talking to them on the phone, catching up, sending uh, funny emojis to one another, funny videos, <laughs> talking about the latest gossip. Those social networks are extremely important because at the end of the day, us uh, as people, as human beings, we are social beings and we we thrive on relationships. I see. And uh, I guess I will be taking things slightly back as we, we did somewhat already touch on technology. As much as some people may find it as a source of anxiety, However, can this tool be harnessed when it comes to seeking out help? Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, when I was just sharing about support groups and your social networks, mm-hmm. the internet and uh, the internet and social media has provided those platforms to communicate with people at the tip of your fingers, right? Yeah. And I mean, we have platforms like WhatsApp. You can literally create a WhatsApp group and uh, work virtually, even in the times of the pandemic that has hit us. And so much has had to go online, yeah. you know, even yeah. as even in therapy, even as uh, uh, getting psychological help. We, we can't say we shut our doors because COVID says we can't come out of our houses anymore. We all had to innovate. And so even teletherapy, therapy on the phone has been used as a means to communicating with people and getting them the help they need and the re- uh, reaching out to them as they, as they need the help. So it's, it's a tool that can be really maximized for a lot of good if used wisely. I see. I know you have touched on this already, but I would like you to shed some more light on the generation of disconnect. Today's generation, it is clear that many more people are willing to speak about how they feel. Many more people are willing to open up and, you know, talk about their mental issues. However, the previous generations before us had that hush mentality of, you know, don't speak about your problems, never share your problems, keep it in or keep it within the family. So the direction we're moving towards, it looks like we are leaving generations behind as the youth of today are willing are more willing to talk about these issues but are we moving towards a direction where we're we're going to leave the previous generations behind leaving them to deal with their own mental issues versus us seeking the needed help okay um i think moving forward as a whole we cannot completely neglect the, the wisdom and know-how of our older generation, right? We have to embrace some of the values that they've had. But as well, connect with modern times as well and the benefits of all the technological advancements that have been rendered to us, right? Uh, sharing in itself. There's a saying that goes, uh, a problem 
shared is a problem half solved. <laughs> and if you're in a family that's saying, you know what, keep quiet, don't share your problems. Are they going to provide the solutions that they need as they tell you not to share outside, right? They want you to keep your problems within the family. Are they going to assist you in solving that problem? And it's one thing to assist. Is it going to be the professional assistance that you need? And this has been a battle even in the mental health sector is that people feel um, anyone can provide counsel. Anyone can provide psychological assistance. It's just talking at the end of the day, but it's not. And sometimes that assistance you're trying to render in an idea that anyone can do it actually causes more harm than good. But back to your question, just moving forward, but still I believe assimilating the values of the older generation with uh, the modern or the future generation. Yeah, we thank you for that. We really have focused heavily on the negative throughout this episode. And, you know, the whole idea of being African in Africa and the African part in general is to highlight some positivity. Searching for the silver lining here, what positivity have you seen in Zambia or in Africa as a whole when addressing mental health? Um, well, there's definitely been growth and people are coming to accept this mental health conversation more and more as time goes by. And it's very, it's nice to see. Um, we have our mental health day uh, sometime in October and it's become a huger celebration than it ever was before. Because as mentioned earlier in our conversation, um, Social media has given us a wider platform, a wider reach. And people are able to say, oh, you know what? There's actually help for me out there. And, and people are receptive to that. People are reaching out for the help. Unlike before where people just completely close up and hide it. And that's extremely encouraging for, for us as a society moving forward that we're going to be getting the help that we need. And if problems do arise, we're we're in a better place to share those problems. So modern times have showed uh, a huge embrace towards mental health, which is a great thing uh, for our country, great thing for the world at large. Yeah, and building off of that, um, please paint a picture of an Africa you would like to see. Um... Okay, an Africa I'd love to see. I think the first thing that comes to my mind and my heart is a community, right? A community that's looking out for one another, a community that is looking to carry one another's burdens. I know there's a saying we love here, you know, um, how does it go? Every man for himself and God for us all, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Sorry, yeah. Me, I'm going to survive the best way I can. Yo, yo. <laughs> you, you suffer, you suffer alone. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's a shame. We, we, re, we honestly need more community. And to be honest, I see us in Africa in a kind of a stagnated state. But we have people like 
our Indian brothers, our Chinese brothers coming in, our Rwandese brothers coming in and doing great things in such a short period of time. And you question, what are they doing that we're not doing in our own bedroom? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that community, you know, that brotherly love to really go the extra mile for one another to say, I'm not going up alone. We should go up we'll together. together. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's the Africa I would love to Beautifully said, David. And finally, you know, clearly you are well-versed in the dealings with mental health. And if anyone wants to reach out to you. Okay, so um, I'm working with a private practice. It's called Thrive Wellness Hub, mm-hmm. uh, based here in Zambia. And we provide psychological services that are effective, cultural, sensitive, and affordable. And uh, we provide services on different platforms. There are home visits, there's teletherapy, of course, which we've had to innovate with given the COVID times. Mm-hmm. And we cater for different kind of problems relating to marriage counseling, career guidance, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and suicidal ideation, and many uh, more. You can reach out to me um, on my email, which is ddj mwanza at gmail.com can reach out to our page thrive wellness hub on facebook on instagram and even on twitter and of course please self-care is equally a great means do things that are meaningful to you take time with your family see the world learn a new language a new skill There's so much to do, so much to embrace. And if you're going through anything, please reach out and talk to someone. Help is there for you. Beautifully said, David. Well, on behalf of the African pod, I would like to thank you for joining us today. I I would love to have you back in the near future. Thank you once again, David. (laughs) Thank you so much.